Welcome to Shame the Thrones, your occasional uh, podcast for HBO's uh, DC Cinematic Universe of a TV show, Game of Thrones. Uh, my name is Doug. With me, as always, is Brian. Brian, how many sleeps until uh, Season 8 of Game of Thrones? Well, first I'd like to say it's great to be here back in the Don, Don Ima Studios. And I think we're at the uh, eight sleeps remaining. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, you just you set up like an age barrier with referencing Don Imus. I okay, know. how about live in the Rush Lumball <laughs> Excellence in Broadcasting Studios? I, I don't know. <laughs> Mention uh, Pootie Pie or something. I think that'll, oh, yeah. that'll bridge the age gap. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sure we have a lot of teenagers listening currently. I got to tell you, I've been swimming in Game of Thrones theories and conspiracies and predictions, and I feel like... Uh, somebody should send somebody down to check out that pizza place uh, that the Clintons have something to do with because things have gotten crazy and my head's just swimming with all this bullshit. Um, Comet so, Pizza? Yeah, somebody needs to check that place out. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think there was a, an armed gunman. I guess you would be armed if you're a gunman, but somebody already did the work legwork on that one, don't Oh, okay. So I guess it's okay for now, or unless those <laughs> people got co-opted. It's probably a lizard person. All right, yeah. guys, we're going to do... Um, Predictions, uh, no, prophecies, predictions, and theories. Not in that order. Uh, so we only have a week before um, season eight star- starts, uh, or uh, from at the time of this recording, eight sleeps, as my friend likes to say. Um, so we just kind of want to uh, wrap up, um, I don't know, what we think could happen, what we l- want to happen, what other people think might happen, and just other crazy bullshit Um and we just want to set the table and just kind of, I guess, prep it. I don't know if we want to, to timestamp it to say, oh, we were right. There's a lot of that going around. Like, I feel like people are like, I think this will happen. Um, that's not what this is about. I guess it is kind of. I don't know. I yeah, this want- is more about meandering than anything. Yeah, this is just like filling time. Um, okay. So we're going to start off with known prophecies. And I left off certain conspiracies that have more to do with the book, even though like stuff like uh, the Grand Northern Conspiracy. Have you ever heard of that? It rings a bell, but I, c- I could not tell you a single detail of it. Uh, no need. Uh, I don't think it, it's going to be uh, germane Ooh. No. to this uh, to the, to the TV show. <laughs> Those cringe shivers just go up your spine. <laughs> yeah. You better watch yourself, or I will pull Jermaine in here for one of the last seven episodes. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh, so, let's talk about prophecies, because they will have uh, some bearing on the theories I'm going to throw at you. And by the way... I you only agreed to do this podcast because you didn't want to do any legwork. Is that correct? Yeah, it, it just um, I don't know. You proposed the idea of doing the theory show. I did not have any theories independent of my, uh, of my I didn't have any theories myself. So I didn't want to just parrot what else someone said on the Internet. And uh, I didn't think that would be good uh, broadcasting. But you apparently disagreed and convinced me to do the show anyway. <laughs> I think it is going to be good broadcasting because I'm hoping yeah. you haven't heard of all these theories. You've probably heard of some yes. of them. And I'm hoping that you have questions that you're going to call them. Uh, you know what? We'll we'll do bullshit meter on you. We'll say, is this and, bullshit? And you're also, is this not? You're also a lot further down the rabbit hole in terms of knowing more about the books and watching more and consuming more about the universe than I am. I've, I've read the books once, half-assed started to read them again, and then just gave up. And then you've read the books, read multiple. You, you're you're plugged in more in this universe than I am. So I guess that's an insult, but uh, yeah. Uh, I would say so. I think I've I've read them, read them uh, at least twice. I've gone back and like spot read stuff, and I did the um, 
Overdrive for iOS and Android, basically check out your library books, and I would just check out, like, um, you know, A Storm of Swords when I could. Usually the only book that's available right away without having to wait for it on audiobook is oh, A Feast for Crows. Uh, and there's two versions of it. One where like some new guy does it and everybody was angry. And then the Troy Detrice doing um, A Feast for Crows, which I guess got uh, redone, reissued. Anyway, they're both fine. Um, so yeah, I've just been like, I'll just listen to the books while I fall asleep. So it's probably, I don't know, it's probably a good way to drive yourself crazy. Um, and before we get started, let me just talk about this. I was excited. Let's, I want to take your temperature. Are you excited? Because it is happening next week. And I was excited, and some of these prophecies and theories got me even more excited, but then I realized, because uh, I watched a couple episodes from season six or seven, and then I realized that um, the show's going to let us down. I remember us doing all sorts of theorizing and prophesizing, ooh, wouldn't it be really interesting if this happened? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And then they wouldn't do it. It would just let us down. So I'm kind of trying to now come back down uh, and temper my expectations. How are you feeling about this? new season i try to remain optimistic uh by the nature of just having one season left they're gonna have to h- take a lot of shortcuts they said that they are gonna be less leaps in logic on this one and supposedly the third of three big reveals from uh the the railroad himself are coming um but I, the the quality of the shows when it's been dnd fabricating things is significantly lower and um you know i i I'm trying to be optimistic, but I have a bad feeling we're going to be disappointed, both in the content and then also, I, I don't know about you, and maybe I'm a, a weenie for this, but I tend to like things wrapping up in a positive manner. I don't like losing big characters, and I know this show is going to result in a lot of deaths, and I know I've characterized them as puppets in the past, but I, I think I am going to be bummed when you know several of the Starks are dead or whoever's dead at the end of the thing. So uh, it will be bittersweet, but uh, I am... I'm happy to see it wrap up. I'm also kind of excited to see what the other shows are going to be that they're spinning off of it because at least we'll still be able to uh, spend some time in the universe even after this is done. I'm excited to see how the story wraps up. Obviously, I would have preferred uh, to read it in a book, but uh, obviously that couldn't happen. And I think people who are going to try to remain abstinent as far as trying to not have the book spoiled for them, uh, those people are idiots. They're going to, it's going to happen. Uh, so I'm curious to see how the greater story is going to just play out, how it's going to wrap up. Uh, and I don't think it's going to detract about my eagerness to finish the book series. And I have a weird conspiracy theory. Once again, all these conspiracy theories uh, kind of like infect you. Uh, but I think George R. R. Martin, and I'm this is just wishful thinking, is going to announce uh, a publication date for Winds of Winter, Winds of Winter before season eight finishes. I don't think we'll get it until this fall or maybe Christmas or something. Uh, but that's my, like, if I was his publisher, you got to think about it from a business standpoint. Game of Thrones hype is never going to be higher than it is right now for the next six or seven weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, leading up to the final episode. Right. No question. So if, if you're the publisher and I understand uh, George R. R. Martin has probably made his publisher, you know, billions and millions of dollars already. Uh, but there's, potential for even millions so i would just say hey just uh finish what you got wrapped up and uh cut it off and save what you didn't finish for uh a dream of spring the seventh book and let's just get a book out there and make lots of money uh but that's my cynical uh slash hopeful self-serving theory Mm -hmm. anyway let's get into it what do you think let's do it okay we're gonna start with known prophecies so 
The first one, and probably the most important one, is the Azora High uh, prophecy. Uh, essentially, this comes from Ashai and the Red Priest saying um, Azora High is a you know hero that's going to forge Lightbringer and uh, save us from the Great Other. Now uh, we have to talk about the uh, the Nisa Nisa thing. Uh, so. Azor Ahai, this hero, mythical hero, uh, basically made Lightbringer uh, by forging a blade three times, and two times he failed, the third time he got it right. Uh, the first time he, uh, you know, it was one of these ridiculous things, he worked on it in a blacksmith, uh, whatever, pot, what do blacksmiths eat stuff? I don't care. Uh, he worked on it for a long time, and then to cool this the blade... This our, our, our blacksmith fan. Damn it. Fans. Yeah. The blacks. All oh, our, our, our guys out there uh, banging hammers and uh, making chainmail. Really that's, upset right now. That's not a euphemism, is it? No, I actually know a guy who uh, made his own chainmail, and yes, he is weird as shit. No, no, no question. I, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, he's making a sword. Uh, he also rides a unicycle. So that's well. I mean, that's just that's just for ladies. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. Okay, so uh, Azor Ahai is forging uh, uh, a weapon that's going to, you know, bring the dawn slash uh, break the darkness. This is all prophecy. Uh, I don't have it here verbatim, uh, but basically he works on a sword for so long, he plunges it in the water, and the sword breaks. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to work on it twice as long. He works on it for a long lot longer. And then to temper the steel, he plunges the blade into a the heart of a lion. The lion dies, and the steel breaks again. He's like, fuck, I know what I gotta do now. I gotta work extra hard. So he labors on it even longer, and then he plunges. He's like, he calls over his wife, Nisa Nisa, and says, do you trust me or do you love me? She's like, yeah, sure. So he stabs her in the fucking heart with the, the sword. She dies, but her, like, soul goes into the blade, and it, start, it it ignites on fire, and that's how Lightbringer is forged. Now, this is a known prophecy, and people think that Oh, they also think that Azor Ahai is going to be born a mix salt and smoke. So the we're going to get into the in the theories, but everybody, I mean, the the most common thing is that it's Daenerys. I mean, the salt and smoke thing it could be considered two births. You know, not just her first birth was on Dragonstone during a storm. Uh, you could say the smoke was because Dragonstone or Dragonstone is volcanic, but I think her second birth when she birthed dragons. Um, uh, is the smoke part, and also I think part of the prophecy is she'll wake dragons from stone. Uh, the dragon eggs were fossilized, as far as everybody was concerned. I think they called them uh, stones, turned to stones in the uh, TV show. Uh, so I think she is Azora High, but I I have a theory that this Azora High slash Prince that was promised slash the last hero. Uh, well, last hero is definitely John, but I think they're all like either. I think there are multiple people, or it's all the same prophecy for one person. you have any thoughts about any of this? Yeah, see, I heard that, or I thought I read somewhere that one of the theories was that there were multiple Azora Highs because there were multiple religions. So yeah. there could be like one per religion, which would explain that. We also had the, didn't we have the Azora High? Uh, there was some dialogue in the show where the the translation wasn't it wasn't necessarily a prince it could be either a prince or princess yeah the prince that was yeah. promised in the valerian uh i got translation comes up big for one of my theories um <laughs> jesus i can't wait to talk about that but yes um 
it just means it could be prince or princess. I guess it's not um, right. That's at least we're we're gonna try to focus all this bullshit towards the show, uh, because this I don't know. It's we're talking about the show's uh, last season. So in the show, Miss Andy was the one uh, who said it could be prince or princess. Yeah. So I mean, it's basically Danny, but it could easily be John. I mean, they're both gonna be heroes, and I think there could be multiple, whatever prince or princess. Yeah, that a it would also make sense if they were a couple too that happened to be the Azora High couple. You know. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine being their friends? You know. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they compare like, yourself to that. Yeah. Couple. Like it'll be yeah. like, uh, hey Brian, like what's going neighbor. on? What'd you do today? <laughs> what's what's your deal? Oh, you know, you know, I've got a got a wife and a kid. I got a house and uh, cleaned out my poop bucket. Yeah, I like fantasy uh, football. I almost I won my league last year, and they're gonna be. Oh yeah, well, uh, I was resurrected. I was dead. I came back. Uh, <laughs> she, my girlfriend. Yeah, she uh, she can control dragons with her mind. So, I guess. I oh guess yeah, she's cool, also right? my aunt too. Yeah, we're banging. a bit of a problem, but we're we're working through it. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that too. Okay, so. Another big prophecy is the last, I don't think it's a prophecy, it's the last hero, which is a, a mythical figure, but it's basically going to be Wait, John. so the last hero is different than Azora High? Yes, because the last hero is a historical figure, and I think Azora High was a historical figure as well, but the last hero is definitely a northern thing because it comes from uh, Old Nan. So I've got a little bit of it, I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but essentially it said, um, blah, 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 where is it? Uh, so they're talking about the last night, uh, creeping into the world. Uh, and it says, so as the cold and death filled the earth, the last hero determined to seek out the children in hopes that their ancient magics could win back what the armies of men had lost. He set out into the dead lands with a sword, a horse, a dog, and a dozen companions for years. He searched until he despaired of ever finding 12 good men. (laughs) Yeah. He impregnated the bitch. Um, uh, for years, he despaired. Uh, he would never find the for- the children of the forest uh, in their secret cities. And one by one, his friends died, and his horse, and finally, even his dog. And his sword froze uh, so hard that the blade snapped when he tried to use it. Uh, and the other smelled his hot blood in him and came silent on his trail, stocking him with packs of pale white spiders as big as hounds. And please, God, can we please see a giant? It'll be so fucking stupid, but I want it. I want giant spiders this last season just give them to us uh, but anyway uh the last hero is the guy who brought the dawn and it's more of the northern side of it but this is what we were talking about with this like uh, uh what do they call it not linear thinking uh but you know how like the the flood is in uh obviously in the judeo-christian bible but it's also in gilgamesh and other ancient stories so it could be a actual real event very similar to what's happening here and i think it's probably you know alluding to shit like that mm-hmm. um but just experience from different continents okay uh, got it uh and who knows there's some theories out there that say like if you go far enough towards esos it wraps around and goes to the north so there's like a land bridge at the northern poles essentially so they huh. think the the whites and the others could come down from the other side as well but, yeah, that's uh, why I always wondered why didn't everyone just go to the other island? There's only two islands there. You know? Yeah, I don't know. There's 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 like something called the Five Forts that is very similar to the Wall in Esos, uh, but we're not going to get into that because they haven't talked okay. about it in the show. But anyway, this is more of a historical figure from the north instead of Azora High, which is definitely um, part of 
the northern uh, lore. But also, he like stopped the long night, but they don't know how. They never. It's never said how he does it. Okay, moving on, because this is all just groundwork. Uh, another okay. uh, prophecy is the dragon must have three heads. And I don't know if this is prophecy so much as like a house saying. I know, like, I, I think the house saying of... Um, there's this weird thing where, like, there's there's house sayings and then there's mottos, like... Um, like the Boy Scouts. There's, like, a, a yeah. slogan and a motto and... Uh, but it's more like the, the Lannisters have... Uh, a Lannister always pays their debts... Is something that's said. It's like a motto, but their house words are "Hear me roar," which is a lot. <laughs> no, that, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot dumber, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, so it's one of them. Like it's the dragon. Uh, the dragon must have three heads. Is this something we've heard several times? I couldn't find like an exact quote or where it came from, but um, I didn't do a lot of work. I don't, I don't remember that at all during the show, and I don't think it's in the show, so we're gonna ignore it. Okay. Uh, but one that, that we have to, the last one I'm going to talk about is Millie, uh, Miri Mazdor, the the bitch witch who uh, yes. made uh, Khal Drogo a zombie and killed Danny's child. We don't know what happened. Um, basically used dark magic and then admitted, I want to fuck you over because I didn't want the stallion that mounts the world because you guys killed my entire village and <laughs> you'll probably kill a lot more people and I wanted to stop that. Basically, she could be a hero in disguise. Um, but anyway, her theory or her, it's almost a curse. Uh, she says when the sun rises in the West and sets in the East, uh, when the seas go dry and mountains blow in the wind, like leaves, when your womb quickens again and you bear a living child, then he will return and not before. And she was asking about, um, Drogon or Drogo, her husband. Um, right. So who knows if any of that will happen, but some people in the, the books have said that um, the sun rises in the west and sets in the east. That's uh, the Martell kid in the book that they send to uh, Marine, and he dies. Um, so basically he came, he, there's the Dornish is the sun for their symbol or whatever, and he's coming from the east and dying, or no, coming from the west and dying in the east. Um, that seems pretty whatever, frivolous, but probably true. Uh, but I don't know in general, uh, as far as what the show has talked about with all this, I don't want to break it down too much. All John has said is, Hey, maybe, uh, she wasn't the best, um, source of knowledge to talk about you being barren. Uh, because I guess Millie Mazdor told her she would never have a a child again. But I mean, it's basically, is it a foregone conclusion that she's pregnant? Uh, Daenerys? I think so. Yes. I mean, come on. It's gotta be. Right. Yeah, it really has to be. And the question, so I think that's going to be one of the big questions. That could actually be the uh, one of the big, the, the final reveal as well, uh, because I think you know I don't I, I don't think that anybody on the show necessarily dying would be a giant reveal as D and D have alluded to, but like having some crazy baby might be an incredible reveal possibly. But but that also seems like. We're going to have such a, a tight time frame on this final that's, season. That's my thing. Whether we have time for right. it. I don't think we have time yeah. for nine months to pass. To Unless it's that, a dragon. Like, just she, she gives she birth to a dragon? She gives birth to a dragon. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> I mean, we saw yeah. a shadow baby, so. Yeah. We've seen it. Uh, yeah, so the, the only way that baby gets born is if Daenerys survives to give it birth, and then there's talk about her dying in childbirth, like uh, John's mom, like... Um, yeah, well, they could do like at the end of uh, 
stay where everyone is in 15 years. But I think even for D&D, that might be too cheap. You yeah, know what I mean? That's going to be bullshit. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about theories. Now, I collected five theories, and I'm categorized them by, um, I don't know, most common slash um, most out there, the one I personally like, and then the one I believe in. And I think there's just batshit crazy ones. I don't know. I'm just right. just five. Here we go. So the Jimmy one, Doug. okay, the most common one, and this is the one we heard a lot last season, is Bran is the Night King. So tell me what you knew about this one. He's the Night King, but they've been depicted as separate people in the show. Yeah, so but this is okay. So you haven't heard. Okay, so basically it's a time travel. Wait, wait, wait. Are, are you referring to are you referring to Bran the Builder or Bran Bran Stark? Bran Stark, the one that. Okay, well. This seems stupid. Right yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. But I thought you you knew about this. This was like a big thing uh, during last season. Um, I thought it was Brand the Brandon the Builder. It's for, tied, uh, it's the tied into the same genders. theory. So whenever okay. possible, guys, and this includes you, uh, Brian, I went to the beginning of these theories, and I guess all theories began on Reddit. And the way all these Reddit like <laughs> articles, you're into Reddit. Does, does every Reddit article start with, "Okay, guys, now follow me with, stay with me here." Uh, I think this is going to happen, and I don't normally post, but um, I just had to talk about this. And then they just go off on just tangential bullshit. Yes, just like every recipe blog has yeah. five thousand words before they have ingredients. Right, I'm just telling me how recipe. to make it. Oh, I made yeah, this for when my, you know, it's the format. My ch- my child first poo pooed in the potty, and we <laughs> enjoyed these spare ribs. All right, so essentially, this was introduced and this gained popularity started when um, Bran found out that he warged Hodor in the past, like, and he can interact with the past. So not is not only can he just view things that happened in the past, but he can affect things. So the two big factual things we have seen on the show were him warging Hodor to cause him to convulse then and somehow affect him so he would hold the door. Uh, I don't know how that works, but it basically affected the past and a person in the past. And the second thing we saw on the show was during the Tower of Joy scene when Bran was watching it with the Three-Eyed Raven, he called out to his dad, and his dad like stopped and turned around and said, what the fuck? Um, so that's another... That's all this theory is based on, okay? Okay. So, so let's see where they go with this. So... Basically, somebody is saying that Bran is going to continually try to go back into the past and war people to try to stop the Night King from coming. Uh, and I'm just I'm going to simplify all these things. Uh, one of the big ones is he drove the Mad King mad by trying to get the Mad King to produce wildfire um, and whispering in his ear and trying to like control him slash talk to him and he just go crazy and that's why the Mad King's crazy. And it's just one of these things I think that's they're just trying that's to tie happening. it up. I agree. Right, yeah. and then, but it's just these leaps in logic. They just go further and further afield. The next one is um, he just keeps going back further and further in time, uh, and he he becomes Brand the Builder, and he uh, he basically works Brand the Builder or becomes Brand the Builder and builds the wall to try to keep the um, the the others out, which doesn't really make any sense because obviously it doesn't work if he's in our timeline now in which the wall has fallen. But whatever, this is part of the theory. Um, and eventually he works himself into the dude that we saw that the in the flashback with the Three-Eyed Raven of the mm-hmm. birth of the Night King, where they had a guy bound and gagged, uh, yes. and he drove the dragon glass into his heart to create the, the uh, uh, Night King. 
basically this theory posits that Bran was in that dude and trying to talk sense to him, but they gagged him to shut his mouth up from talking about craziness, and they put uh, made him the dragon, uh, whatever, the Night King, and he's been trapped in that body ever since. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot to digest. Um, I guess it would make some amount of sense. I, I don't know that it wouldn't, but I, I don't know. I just kind of – we know he has the ability to affect the past – but I don't think that's been developed enough to make that jump. I, I don't know. It's tough. I, I it's don't. Tough yeah, my personal opinion is, and this another thing is when the uh, I think it was during the Beyond the Wall scene when the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead were moving. Their army movements look like a um, direwolf symbol. Have you seen that? Oh picture? yes, yes, I have. So I think that uh, the reason this story has legs is because I think what's what really happens is the uh, Night King has Stark lineage uh, somehow, uh, and he is part Stark, uh, which is why people are assuming it's Bran Stark. They're just jumping to the conclusion that it must be a Stark we know instead of like uh, I guess some ancestral split off of the branch. I've got theories about that. We'll talk about that. Well, later. yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's alluding to a theory. I think that uh, I'm guessing that you will discuss today because yeah. well, basically, that's the old one that, Nan that one said is, it. Yeah. Old Nan say he might be a, a Stark himself, the right. the original. So there's, I don't like, oh god, I don't want to get into all this, but basically, in the book, there's the Night King, and that's <laughs> somewhat different from what we know on the show as the Night's King. The Night King was the thirteenth Lord Commander who fell in love with a. Uh, other woman, which we've never seen another woman, which that's a big part of this whole thing. Um, they have to take Craster's babies because I don't think they can reproduce, but that's a whole other story. Uh, but basically, going back to the Night King, the historical figure, the 13th Lord Commander, he was a Lord Commander on the wall, saw a other woman, fell in love. Um, they, he basically said, now I'm a king of the wall, I'm not just Lord Commander, and they started sacrificing to the others, and then um, one of the Starks in Winterfell had to go up and beat him with the help of the current king beyond the wall, one of the wildling kings at the time, and they overthrew him. I thought you were referring to the theory that one of the Starks married a white, or not a white, but I guess whatever the Another. king that's is. What, that's what I am saying. I'm saying the, the okay. 13th Lord Commander, uh, It's he, uh, they okay. said his name was erased from the record books, but that might be not necessarily because what he did was so abominable. It was because of who he was, what his uh, lineage was, and they didn't want it stinking up the rest of the family name. So gotcha. I do think I do think the Night King, the Starks are definitely in bed with the others somehow. And they, I do agree. I, yeah. I think there's going to be a tie-in. That will be a bit of a surprise, but I well. So even if Bran had worked into the guy, Bran's not actually the guy. Well, Bran um, is trapped inside the guy's body, so he's like part of like a communal, not a hive mind, but just like a man with two heads kind of a deal. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, w- I would really like to get an idea of the origin of the three-eyed raven in the the final season. That would be, if they don't explain that, at least to some extent, I'll be, that will one, that's one I'll be upset in. Yeah, I, I, I have all sorts, sorts of questions. Maybe we could talk about it during the predictions about like, who are the old gods? Are the old gods the Three-Eyed Raven alone? Are the old gods the Three-Eyed Raven and the Children of the Forest? Mm-hmm. Um, are the old gods the Three-Eyed Raven, the Children of the Forest, and the others? Or just one of them? All of them? I don't know. Um, very confusing. The overlap is not 
uh, these things are not well defined. The way the show sets You're it right. up, I'm absolutely baffled right now. Yeah, the way the show sets it up is that the others were created by the children of the forest to defeat the human beings. Right. But how do we know the the children of the forest don't still don't hate people and are still trying to kill them? Like since they created them in the first place, obviously they got killed and and destroyed trying to protect the three eyed raven and Bran. But I still think the children of the forest might have might still want the the world of men to pay for basically causing their extinction. But that's my that's 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 later. All right, let's put this Bran as the Night King to bed. Uh, Sounds like some liberal bullshit right there. Yeah, I know. Jesus. <laughs> Goddamn Obama. All right, so... Yeah. Um, they, built, they already built the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> built that they wall. did it. Yeah, they did it. And it <laughs> worked. It, 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 hey, it worked for a long time, okay? <laughs> you don't want that cheap wildling labor down in... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. Yeah, okay. All right, let's, let's keep moving. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so now the next one is the fun one. It's the batshit crazy uh, uh, theories. And I'm going to have you choose from uh, two. Do you want to hear about Tyrion and the time-traveling fetus, or uh, Varys is a merman? Neither. I mean, what the fuck? Are <laughs> Actually, both. Hit me. Go, hit, hit, Which one? Thirty-second. Thirty-second. Uh, okay. All right. Thirty-second review. Is, Ele- elevator pitch. Hit me. All right. So <laughs> let's do. <laughs> Let's do the Tyrion one. It's more... Uh, uh, okay, check it out. So, Tyrion is the son of Drogo and Daenerys. How, you ask? He was in the womb, magically transported back in time into the womb of Joanna Lannister during Miri Mazdor's uh, demon-worshipping seance thing that she did in the tent. And instead, uh, Joanna Lannister's baby from the past was transported into Daenerys' belly and she gave birth to uh you know 40 year old dead baby uh um, okay. <laughs> stop there who can i be angry at about this <laughs> what is the shit this is so oh, stupid yeah, go to the next, go the, i don't even hear all right, all right, go here the next. all right so fucking stupid okay uh this one's more fun that's a very Wait, just, let me just stop you there is there anything to support that last theory uh, let's go back. Let me let me look. I've got. I had to bring up the article because I. I. It was so crazy. Uh, evidence. Oh, did you pull it off from stupididiot.com? <laughs> Stupididiot.org. They're not for. They're not for profit. Uh, Stupididiot.org has. Um, uh, here we go. King's Landing. Here's the evidence for the theory. King's Landing has seven gates, much like the ancient uh, Greek Thebes. Thebes was the home of uh, Oedipus. Odipus, I don't know, who killed his father and married his mother. Miri Mazdor used uh, Drogo's soul to swap Daenerys' baby with Joanna's. Joanna delivered Tyrion, son of Drogo, and Daenerys, while Joanna's baby was delivered to Daenerys. Uh, this is why the baby was stillborn and had grave worms, blah, 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 blah. Uh, no, there's no evidence. Okay. It's just, yeah, it's relying heavy, uh, heavily on the theory that uh, Tyrion is this guy, uh, Oedipus. Not, not Oedipus. Ah, I guess it is Oedipus. Fucking Greeks. Spelling Oedipus with an O. Fuck you. Anyway, yeah, it's stupid. Let's move on. Talking about... This is more... This is just fun. Varys is a merman. Okay. Okay, I like this. Okay, ready for this? <laughs> Evidence. Yeah. Uh, so, Arya hears Varys... His and gills. <laughs> wait, wait for it. Okay. 
Arya okay. hears Varys and uh, Illyrio conspiring underneath the Red Keep. Remember that when she overheard them talking about yes. like starting the Lannister and um, uh, Stark War. Uh, yes. Basically, they're saying that uh, she was well hidden, and the only way she could get out of there was to uh, swim out of the sewers. Um, presumably, this is how Illyrio and Varys uh, exit the keep as well, having both of them being Merlins and uh, presumably strong swimmers because they're mermaids. So this is evidence. <laughs> Varys claims to be from Mir, which the name Mir kind of sounds like Mir <laughs> for mermaid and merling. <laughs> Varys is also associated with Littlefinger, who happens to own a ship called the Merlin King. Mm. At one point in Clash King, uh, Tyrion threatens to throw Varys off of a ship. And his response? Quote, You might be disappointed by the result. The storms come and go, the waves crash overhead, the big eat fish eat the little fish, and I keep on paddling. Um, obviously, that means he is a merman. <laughs> And another one, this is my favorite. We never see Fari's lower body, and we don't know what it looks like because he was covered in hoops. He also spends half his year in Wiki Watchy. I mean, that is so dumb. That is beyond. I mean, that's about, there's as much evidence as him being a merman as there is him being a manatee. I mean, what? There's, there's, yeah, there's no manatees in, in Westeros. That doesn't make any how sense. How do you know that? Oh, they call them sea cows. Yeah, probably yeah like lizard yeah. Li- like dragon uh they call like i think alligators lizard lions that's right yeah all right um okay so i'm gonna say that theory is not going to come true okay on the season are you sure but i appreciate it it's certainly more plausible than the last one but still um i think we've seen his hands and i don't recall ever seeing flippers so i'm gonna elim- eliminate that one from the world of possibilities here you don't know he could have seen ursula you're right. Some kind of trade for his hair instead of his voice, his hair for human legs. All right, moving on. Sebastian Crab singing better. Things are better. Oh, actually, you know what? That song is perverted, by the way. Let's not talk about down there and. Things are better down there. Come on, it's a kid's movie. (laughs) All right, moving on. All right, so this theory, this is number of the five. We're plowing through these pretty quick. Uh, uh, Theory three, I think, has the most legs to it. I don't know if. that's like I, theory two. A slightly more uh, consistent. No, I mean, theory two had flippers to it. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> okay, so I think this is the most likely to become true, uh, but it casts a wide net. Basically, secret Targaryens. There is one character, at least, who has Targaryen lineage that we don't know about yet. And the main theory about this is that that whole dragon has three heads. Now, I think it's... It's less likely in the show because one of the dragons is already dead. Now, when you hear the dragons have three heads, you think that when you know that John is a Targaryen and, you know, Danny's a Targaryen, uh, you assume there's going to be a third Targaryen because there are three dragons, two dragon riders on two dragons now doesn't hold the weight of this whole nonsense, but it could be true in the books. So, well, unless one of the Targaryens is riding the dead dragon. Could be. There are theories out there you that know? suggest that Bran is so powerful he can warg once he like comes into his powers. He can warg the dead like the Night King if he doesn't become the Night King himself, which we've already discussed in Theory 1. Yeah. Um, you so, know, it's also kind of disappointing. I, we really, for a long time, and I thought it would have been awesome to have Danny, Tyrion, and John as the three dragon riders, which obviously the 
yeah. killing of the one eliminated. But um, so let's talk about that. Yeah. So and so obviously the first secret Targaryen that was confirmed is Jon Snow. He's an actual Targaryen. Um, so it's just I bring that up only to say we've already had identity of Targaryens being hidden before, and there's other examples of it, and it comes up big. And this is the strongest candidate, which would be Tyrion, being the daughter of, or the son of the Mad King and Joanna yes. Lannister. Now, mm-hmm. this has the most amount of evidence for it because um, Tywin used to be the Hand of the King. Uh, that king was the Mad King. Uh, and there was a fallout between them. And uh, the Mad King openly shared inappropriate comments and interest about how hot uh, Tywin's wife was. During the betting ceremony when they were married, he took, quote, uh, some liberties during the betting ceremony. So who knows what the Primanoctis. Could be Primanoctis. We don't know. But anyway, uh, they didn't end on good terms. Obviously, um, Tywin's son, Jamie, killed the guy. Uh, but we don't know. Uh, there was a falling out between the two. We don't know all the details behind that. But essentially, in the books, his appearance, uh, Tyrion's appearance, having mismatched hair, half his hair being dark like black, and the other half being like silvery white. Not the white of Targaryens, but just mismatched. And he had two mismatched eyes. I think one was brown and one was green or something. It's not like he had lilac or purple eyes, but they've kind of thrown away the whole purple eye thing on the show. Anyway, yes. uh, not more evidence is Tyrion is obsessed with dragons. I think they even mentioned that on the show. He used to read about dragons all the time and dream about them. Um, was there a thing with him and the dragons uh, in Marine when he went to go down there? Or was that a yes? They didn't kill him. Right. He was the one who went down and, and released them, and they were nice to him. Yeah, so that's evidence too. Now, I guess the biggest counter why people hate this is because they feel like. Oh wait, let me. Uh, one more evidence that this is why Tywin has a love hate relationship with his son to the point where he almost gets him killed several times, and the last time does get him killed or would have gotten killed if uh, Jamie wouldn't help him out because he at the same time hates him because he's a constant reminder of. Uh, the Mad King, a guy that fucked him over and betrayed him, and also the last living remnants of his wife, who died in childbirth, giving birth to him. So it makes sense that he would love and hate um, Tyrion. And I know you don't read the Harry Potter books, but this is basically the Snape character. He hates and likes Harry Potter at the same time because he sees the the dad of Harry Potter and hates his ass and sees the mom who he's in love with of Harry Potter when he looks at and he was in love with her, so... There's kind of like this confused um, expression of feelings towards the kid. Now, why people don't like this is because they feel it cheapens the dynamic between Tywin and Tyrion. I would agree with that a little bit, uh, but I think it still holds weight. Um, some people, yeah, think this one makes sense. Right? I, I do think it does make some amount of sense. Um, although the problem with it is a that we lost with a dragon, so there can't be three dragon riders. Also, it hasn't really been alluded to very much in the show. John's whole thing—I mean, that's been a plot line since store, since right. episode one—is something's not right here. And I think everybody knew, especially with the Tower of Joy stuff. Um, you know, that was on the surface. So for them to to pull that out of nowhere, I mean, I think it would come out of nowhere, and I think it'd be kind of cheap. So I agree. I, I don't see th- it happening, but I don't, I don't know that it's great. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I. Mm-hmm. But it's it's got a lot of evidence for it, uh, and it still could pop possibly happen in the books if like Tyrion right. is somehow minimized because 
if you were to look at the books and the amount of POV chapters there are, if you just divide them up over anybody, it's it's definitely a lot of John, definitely a lot of Danny, and definitely a lot of fucking Tyrion. So right. Tyrion, if you were gonna like have tiers of characters, especially POV characters, Tyrion would be a top tier right alongside uh John and Danny. I don't think anybody else would come close. Yeah, I also wonder too, you know, there's also the speculation that uh in this final season that Tyrion might actually be uh, a secret agent or actually on on the side of the Lannisters. Yeah, I didn't discuss this, that theory here, but we can yeah. we can we can go into it just briefly. Basically, we think that Tyrion might have either forged a secret deal with Cersei in the that dragon pit uh scene, like when he goes to talk to her privately, yeah. or he could later just betray Danny um because he loves his family so much after killing his dad i don't know right and that's that's certainly on the table so uh, th- those two outcomes are mutually exclusive unless of course he made that deal and then he finds out through the course oh, of the season that would be awesome. yeah, yeah that would be okay so this is so another, that'd be hell of a review. oh man all right so uh, that would be amazing which is why i think it's never going to happen so uh, <laughs> 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 because i'm not optimistic like you are uh but that would be great uh, storytelling if he fucks over Daenerys and John for his family, and then he finds out he's a Targaryen. Oh man, yeah, she's a Targaryen. Yeah, that would be fucked. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And then he dies or gets killed by gets burned alive. That'd be great. Uh, and that would fulfill yeah. the, the five. That would that would fuck over Danny. So there's going to be somebody's going to betray Danny. Uh, that's another prophecy we didn't talk about. Is the Quaith prophecies? Um, basically, she was going to know three betrayals: one for gold, one for love, and then one for something else. Who gives a shit? But people think that she's already been betrayed twice, uh, so there's still, like, a deep-seated betrayal coming. This is not a theory I talked about. Uh, I'm just bringing it up now. I didn't do any research. Is that, was that that lady with, like, the tiles on her face? <laughs> yes, that was the tile face lady who basically yeah. disappeared and we never talked to again. Right. Uh, so who are the people who have betrayed her already? Uh, uh, I guess... Duck Jorah. Sauce. Jorah? Duck Sauce? Maybe Duck Sauce. I don't remember. Um. Uh, but Jorah for sure, I think. Um, yeah. You know, he was spying okay. on her, and she felt betrayed. Like he, you know, he flipped before she knew that he flipped. But he, she banished his ass, and she felt right. betrayed. So that's at least one of them. I don't know the other ones, but uh, it's still possible. But let's stay on target and uh, just finish up. Tyrion as a Targaryen, I I think it has the most amount of support. But I agree with you 100. percent I think. It's there's not enough time for it, or I'd like your um your idea of revealing it's Targaryen after he's fucked things up. I think that'd be a great ending for Tyrion. Yeah, I think it would. Uh, but uh, you know, even the TNT, uh, yeah, if George R. R. Martin made it a mandate, I could see it happening. But uh, I would think D and D. I don't know. I that, I don't think they want to turn Tyrion into a complete turncoat. You know, that'd be uh, I think that'd be tough for an audience to bear because. He is probably the most likable character on the show, I all things so. considered. Yeah. yeah, so even for them trying to turn things on their head as people who want to keep writing things and, you know, from their motivation, I think it would be tough for them to make their most likable character actually a complete villain. But who knows? Okay, speaking of likable characters, the next possible secret Cargarian is two people, Jamie. And Cersei, for all the same reasons we talked about with Joanna Lannister being uh, creeped on by Ares Ares Targaryen, whatever, the Mad King. Um, But what I like about this is primarily what it means for Tyrion. Uh, It explains their relationship 
the love-hate relationship between Tywin and Tyrion because Tywin knows that Tyrion's his only real son and he hates looking at him because he's such a, you know, he's not ideal, but he's the only true Lannister. That's the best part about this. Now, all the evidence about this has basically to do with how crazy Cersei is and how she's like the Mad King, obsessed with fire, which I don't really go to too much in the show. But in the book, she burns the Tower of the Hand and, like, she describes herself getting down there where the it's down where it's wetter, it's better, uh, while she watches the tower burn to uh, bring it back home to your Sebastian song. Anyway, she gets sexually aroused by burning things. And she's going crazy, and she's already... But that's normal. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get a little. I mean, just a little bit. But maybe I get a little wet. Just a little. Uh, but anyway, uh, she has burned people alive with wildfire in the uh, Great Sept of Baylor. We've seen that. So that's something the Mad King would definitely do. So this is compelling, but I also don't think it's true. Um, just because what it means for the show. And then I would presume that Jamie is the third head of the dragon because... Um, or yeah, because Cersei will be dead at Jamie's hand, presumably because of the Valonqar prophecy, which I didn't talk about. But we'll get into that. We, we've talked about that a number of times. Okay. I don't know. There's just no support for it, which is why I kind of don't think it's going to happen. But then again, it's D and D, so but is it a fun just theory? Just tell me about the theory. How do you feel about the theory? Well, uh, well lukewarm at best. Okay. Do you think Ty- Tyrion's obviously a better one, right? Tyrion is the best one, I think. Um, Tyrion, yes, because. I mean, the whole that he's deformed and all this stuff, uh, that that really does tie in. It makes some degree of sense. Um, also, he's, quote-unquote, one of the good guys. Um, That's he true. got along with the dragons. I mean, it, it makes sense. Just, But the, the problem, again, is that there's no been no build-up to it whatsoever. So Agreed. It'll be out of left field. It'll feel real cheap, I think, if they do it. All right, the last— the last secret Targaryen that I have, and I'm sure there's other ones, but the last one that seems plausible to me, but this has a lot less um, impact, is Varys. Now, the whole evidence for Varys being a secret Targaryen is that we already have a character in the expanded universe in the Duncan Egg books, uh, and they're quite delightful. You read the first one, right? I did, yes. Uh, delightful. Uh, if you haven't read them, read them. But basically, uh, it's a story about uh, a hedge knight who's a bit of a – basically a male version of Brienne – um, who just gets new adventures uh, as a like a gun for hire as a knight with the a Targaryen like a Targaryen that ends up being on the throne, but it's very unlikely. His name is Aegon. He's another Aegon Targaryen. Uh, but his name is they shorten it to Egg to be incognito and to not reveal his lineage while he travels the countryside is just a like a page or whatever. Um, I don't know what the knight's like best boy is, but basically he's just like um, to to fit in with the regulars as a Targaryen. He shaves his head so that they don't see his silver hair. So this is basically the entirety of the evidence for Varys. Now, if he is a Targaryen, he isn't a mainline Targaryen. He would be part of the Blackfire Targaryens, the Targaryens that were exiled to Essos. And as you pointed out, the show has really not talked about that at all. So I yeah. don't think it's going to be uh, possible. The only thing I can think of is if he, if Varys is the person that betrays her this season, uh, that would be the explanation. But I agree it would be out of left field. But they are introducing the Golden Company. And the Golden Company uh, was founded by uh, a splinter group of Targaryens. So there's been several Targaryen civil wars, primarily 
think there was the Blackfire Rebellions and then the um, Dance of the Dragons. And I believe it was the Blackfire. Basically, there's just more Targaryens and they fight over the throne. So just because the Targaryens in charge doesn't mean that everything's hunky-dory. But anyway, uh, some Targaryens got exiled to Essos and one of them, the exile, formed a uh, mercenary company called the Golden Company and they're coming back into play. So they could fuck over Cersei uh, because they have Targaryen loyalties, but they're not loyal to Daenerys' uh, line. Uh, they're loyal to the splinter group of Targaryens that were ousted when they lost the battle for the throne. Now, I say all this, just to go back to Varys. I think he could be a secret Targaryen, but I think he has little impact on the story, and it seems less, even if it is possible, I don't see what impact it has on the story. Yeah, he's hairless in the show, so... I don't know how he would have had hair back in the Duncan Egg stories. No, uh, no. Tar- uh, the Duncan Egg, the Egg Kid was just, he shaved it deliberately. We don't know. Oh, okay. We don't know if Ari's shaves himself or basically getting your genitalia mutilated and removed at a young age causes you to be hairless and gives you alopecia. I don't think well, so. Well, I can tell you from experience, no, it doesn't. Okay, great. Uh, but yeah, I don't, there's, there's been no foundation laid for that whatsoever. Although this does bring up a point that I'm really interested to see what varies if, if they reveal some motivation other than his, I'm in it for the realm, because in the books there are, there is, we've talked about it, uh, or briefly in other episodes of our show that there's a whole other plot line involving him, but the show it's, it's kind of left him out there as this guy who is genuinely interested in preserving the realm piece of the people saving all of the common folk. So it would be an interesting turn if he did have some other motivation, but the show really hasn't even given any hints of that. So once again, if they do suddenly, it'll be out of left field and it'll feel unsatisfied, but you, but you're, you're, so here's the thing though, you're predicting that the show is going to be, uh, disappointing slash unsatisfying. We've already, we had that discussion with our friend of ours. Um, I think there's a difference between, Disappointed and unsatisfied, and I feel like we're going to feel one of them with this season eight uh, wrap up, right? Yeah, yeah. I, the expectations are too high for them to ever meet them. I think. I agree. Yeah, unfortunately, but but we try to take it in the spirit of having fun, and so and that's I think D and D at least, uh, even though they are not great storytellers, they generally try to have fun with it. I gotta so, tell you, let me tell you something. I watched yeah. the Battle of the Bastards last night. And the the choreography of the battle was great, but yeah. I forgot how fucking stupid, just absolutely stupid of a character Ramsey was. <laughs> he wasn't a real person. He was a fucking twirling your mustache, like, like unrealistically evil person. It was stupid. Tying women to the train tracks. I mean, yeah, right, no exactly. question about it. Yeah, and then Rickon was so stupid, and John was stupid. I mean, yeah, and it was contrivances upon contrivances. Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, the entire Knights of the Veil show up. At it. Yeah, we're rehashing what's been hashed. But uh, so, but but the, I think though, what that episode illustrated was that they D and D can create fun without necessarily having logic behind it. And that's and that's, that's that's fine at this point. I think so. Yeah, I think just yeah. just entertain us. Here you are now. Um, make it fun. Uh, yeah. And I think we even talked about that. How down we were with season five, and I kind of like season six because it didn't give a shit. Like they stopped like caring i think and it helped the show immensely be more entertaining uh but that's a tangent let's finish off these theories i got two more for you go now this is the one that i like the most personally uh no i don't know i'd say most interesting and has the most amount to back up but 
uh, probably not true. Jamie is a Zora High. Now, here is basically the gist of it. Uh, the whole evidence based on um, somebody did the lookup for Valerian words. So I guess there's some kind of like, not in the books, some kind of like ancillary material Dude, where God. somebody defined like all the Valerian words that we know. And, and I guess there's two words uh, for Lord of Light, uh, Lord and Light, uh, and Gold Hand are very close. So here are did, the. Did they say whether there were two words for nerd boy? I think so. Okay. <laughs> but okay, the words are very close. So the two words are, and I'm not even going to pronounce them, I'm going to try to pronounce them. One is A E K I S O N and A E K I S O N. No N. Or I S O. No N on the second one. So that's the difference between the two words. One means, I, I don't know which one's which, but basically one means Lord and the other means uh, gold. And then the other word, one means hand and one means uh, light. No, or vice versa. I don't know. No, Lord Lord and hand are confused and light and gold are confused. And the I think other we're word, all confused right now. Yeah, basically, it's a... <laughs> yeah, all right. Here is the real evidence. So somebody's like, hey, guess what? Um, that The followers of Lord of R'hllor are called the Fiery Hand. Uh, I think they've mentioned them when uh, Tyrion was in Volantis. Remember, he was just going around Volantis and hanging out, uh, and that's when he got hijacked by... Uh, Jorah. Jorah, right. Uh, but basically... Uh, they're they're trying to relate the Nisa Nisa prophecy to him in the forging a lightbringer, uh, and he's saying that basically it's all metaphor, and that uh, his his starting of uh, Jor, uh, Jamie's arc to becoming um, Azora High starts with him losing his hand, and then the first temperance is when he confesses to Brienne. Uh, what he did to kill the Mad King in the high. Wait, 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 wait. So the prophecy involves Azora High. Losing his hand? No. The prophecy involves being uh, uh, forging Lightbringer by tempering the steel and water in the heart of a lion and then his lover. Uh, Right. And and the way the parallels are saying for Jamie is the forging his uh, whatever himself just basically being reborn uh, is when he confesses to uh, Brienne in the hot baths and he passes out. Uh, he basically admits to, uh, I don't know. He just comes clean and confesses that what he did when he killed the Mad King, uh, I'm probably not selling it well enough, but who cares? The second one was when he tells Tyrion (laughs) that, uh, he was involved or he was involved in the whole Taisha thing, which isn't on the books, but is argued in, in this article on Reddit that him releasing Tyrion, uh, resulted in the death of his father, who Tyrion actually shot in the groin once and then in the heart second time. So that's Jamie forging. <laughs> Can't even say it with a straight face. Good God. But basically him killing Tywin uh, by proxy was the second forging. And they're arguing that the third forging will be when he kills Cersei at his own hand. Uh, and this will also fulfill the Valonqar prophecy, which says uh, she will be strangled uh, by the cold hands of her little brother. And she has two little brothers because she is a twin, but she was born before Jamie. So it's either Jamie or Tyrion that's going to kill her if the Valonqar prophecy is correct. 
And the Valonqar prophecy so far has been correct because she's all of her kids are dead. Um, but she's pregnant. Yeah, but it's been theorized that she'll die before the baby's born or she'll miscarry. So, or that she's not actually pregnant. Or she's just using yes, yes. yes. And the way she like she <clears throat> and and watching once again, I don't know if it's just bad storytelling, but watching season seven again, she tips off Tyrion that she's pregnant by she like looks at her, she like rubs her belly and looks down at it or something to like tell him that she's pregnant and making it seem like he figured it out. So yeah, yeah. But then in the trailer it. for the next season, she's drinking wine in front of Kyburn. Unless she wants a kid with fetal alcohol syndrome, she got to put down that glass. I don't think you know? they knew about that. I think people were smoking in the fifties when they were yeah. pregnant. So I, I don't think the the Surgeon General was telling people of Westeros was telling people not. You don't to think Kyburn was warning pregnant no. mothers? And- <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of fun. Um, I think obviously we talked about it. Uh, John and or Danny are Azora High, but I like the idea because they're talking about. Um, Azor Ahai basically being a fiery hand. And they're talking about instead of like getting a flaming sword, Jamie getting a real hand, just like a real boy, um, but his hand will be on fire. And the evidence they showed about this was the um, when uh, Jojen and Mira and Bran were trapped at uh, Craster's Keep after the Night Watch uh, rebels killed everybody, uh, they asked Jojen how they knew it would be the end of everything. And he said, you'll know, but he was having a vision. He was looking at his hand and his hand was on fire. Could just mean that the end is going to have a lot of fire. Like there's going to be wildfire, dragon fire involved in the last battle, which is probably more plausible. Uh, But I do like the idea of uh, just somebody you don't expect being the hero. So if Jamie can be like complete his like redemption arc by being like a true badass hero, I would love it. But, you know, obviously, probably not going to happen. That would be a crazy arc, you know, from him pushing Bran out the window in season one because he's banging his sister to becoming the Zora High. Um, again, no evidence. I don't think – I don't know. You said you like it. I don't know that I like it because it doesn't feel very satisfying. I just, um, I, I, I just am bored of – I just don't want the guy who you expect to be the hero, John, to be the hero. That's kind of Yeah, boring, I kind of right? get that. Yeah. Theory, uh, uh, Daenerys, somebody, I saw somebody wasn't talking about Theory's videos. She's, they were just predicting season eight, and they're like, Daenerys the whole time has been like, I was born to rule the, uh, to sit the Iron Throne. And so you have a character. Wait, she never said that during every single episode. <laughs> so you have a character that <laughs> says, this is what I was going to do, this is what I was going to do, this is what I do, and then she does it. That, all does, that has all the drama of the little engine that could. Okay, so mm-hmm. like that is not fulfilling. So I don't think Danny's gonna sit the Iron Throne. I think she'll die, um, eventually. Whatever. I don't think she's gonna end up. But this gets into our predictions. We'll save it. All right. So you don't. You're not into the whole Jamie becomes a Zora High. Uh, the only other option I have was I saw similar talkings about, um, which would also be fun. The Hound being a Zora High, which I think would be cool because <laughs> he <laughs> hates sanity. fire, and for him to be like a fire champion. Or wield, uh, he could wield like Beric Dondarrion's like flaming sword. I think he's going to get over his fire fear at some point. Now, see, this one, uh, there's obviously no evidence for it. Um, this one would be so fun that I kind of like it because. Okay, so it's it's. I mean, Jamie, if Jamie is it, it's I, I don't know. It, it's definitely out of left field, but it's also not that interesting to me or not 
crazy. Whereas if it's actually the hound, I think it's, I think the hound crazy. is even more left field crazier, but no, it, it is. Yeah. I think absolutely. it's more fun too. I agree. Yes. No question. Yeah. So you'd be down for the hand as Azora high or uh, the hound. The sorry. Hound. Sorry. I mean, I would I would probably have less of an issue with it than if it was Jamie. So I guess I'm down with it. So they're saying the born will make salt and smoke. So once again, they're mixing up the order. He was born or defined as having his face melted by his brother, uh, having the scar. So that's the born among smoke. So that happens first. And then born amongst uh, salt uh, was when he was rehabilitated at the um, – well, this isn't in the show – so I don't know if it's going to affect it. But in the books, he's rehabilitated at a monastery or whatever it's called for the Faith of the Seven. Uh, that's at the town of Saltpans, where their primary uh, whatever means of commerce is mining and producing salt. Yeah, I, I guess that would be the equivalent of when he was in Al Swergen's camp yeah. for a little while. But um, yeah, I'd be fine. I mean, listen, that's bananas enough to overcome the leaps in logic. So why not? Fuck it. Okay, so the last theory, it's total batshit, but this is the one I want to be true. All right, hit me. Ready? Game of Thrones is really sci-fi. This will piss off everybody. Ewoks are going to show up? What are you talking about? (laughs) All right, so ready for it? I'm not sure that I am. Let me get a helmet. All right, so take a swig of whatever you're drinking. So... Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire is the first, like, true eh, medieval story George R. R. Martin has ever told. He did a short story called The Ice Dragon, which was primarily medieval, but it could easily fall into the same category. Uh, essentially, every other short story, or not, most other short stories that George R. R. Martin has written, have taken place in the sci-fi realm. Now, in the sci-fi realm, the specific, like, world, he has a consistent world kind of like that that like unifies all these stories and it's uh unofficially or maybe it's officially called the thousand worlds anyway here's the gist in the future many whatever millennia from now uh human beings from earth have figured out interstellar uh travel have colonized other planets and then they've gotten to a huge war between two alien groups and there was a huge collapse and you have all these human colonies trapped on several planets, and they all regress, basically to the Stone Age. Now, this oh, is... <laughs> think about it from a logical standpoint. Now, now, let me contrast this... No, you think about it from a logical standpoint. All right, so I am about to. So <laughs> okay. think about what what is, the, what is medieval times. Medieval times is people living in a regressive period between two uh, periods of... More civility, let's say. So it's a regression. So the previous uh, period of civilization would be Rome. So you, you know, things. You say medieval times, I think you're more referring to dark ages. Well, sure. I think they're the same thing, right? I don't know. One is a, um, a restaurant, theater restaurant, that has uh, horses and you can eat chicken with your hands. Hell yes. <laughs> Man, medieval times is great. Drinks of mead. But essentially, yes, the Dark Ages, sure. Let's call it the Dark Ages. It was a period, in, at least in our perception, where human beings um, devolved, or at least civilization devolved. So we didn't have the ability, let's say, clean water. Like, uh, Rome built aqueducts, and they, built, they brought in fresh water from out of town using these engineering feats that nobody could recreate for a thousand years later, right? 
Follow me? Yeah, why not? They could build uh, stadiums to play, like, you know, Klee Game Bowls. Anyway, uh, so this is the whole premise of it all. Now, here's the evidence. So let me read you... And I really, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give you a little bit of a, a warning here. I don't believe this is true, but I think it's fun to think about because I think that artists in general repeat themselves. Um, so I think I've read a lot of these books and I, the favorite is called Tough Voyaging, which is a series of short stories that was put into one collection about a guy who basically is varies finding a um, old ancient ship. That has genetic cloning abilities. Okay. Now here we go. This is a um, a quote from uh, the prologue uh, to the Plague Star. The Plague Star twinkles but little, shines down upon the land with a clear, bright light. This is wrong. I told I told Jaleel once. A Plague Star ought to be red. It ought to glower, to drape itself with scarlet radiance, to whisper into the night. Hints of fire and blood. So essentially in this story, there's a primitive planet that was basically forgotten and it's evolved and every like hundred years or so, a, not a red comet, but a comet would come into orbit and everybody would die of all sorts of plagues. And the people on the planet uh, assumed it was some superstitious nonsense bullshit. And this is very similar to the red comet that we see in season two slash a Clash of Kings. And I think the big question mark that this ties into is why is magic getting stronger now? And people are saying, oh, it's because of the return of dragons. I think that's bullshit because the others came south and started killing people before the dragons were here. Uh, and there's all sorts of other magical things that were happening before the dragons were birthed. But basically magic is coming into the world and people don't know what it's what's causing it. So this theory would would posit that the Red Comet is doing it, and the Red Comet is either some kind of spaceship or something that's affecting the planet below. Are you with me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So on this, uh, on this spaceship that people mistake for a comet, people finally get a hold of it and, uh, you know... Uh, more advanced civilization that a splinter off have have got to it, and they and one guy takes control of it. His he's basically the Varys. His name is Tough. Um, but basically, this ship uh, can produce. Um, it, it's a seed library. So you know that bullshit that's in the Arctic Circle or wherever it is, maybe Netherlands, where they're keeping like cell yeah. samples of everything. That's basically what this is. Only it's in space, and they can produce. Not only bacteria and diseases very quickly by cloning and, and speeding up the growth process, but they can also produce animals. Not only that, they can produce these animals and control them via telepathy with technology. And with gene modification. So, <laughs> this would explain yeah. the wargs. And, uh, no uh, way. Yes. No way. There's absolutely no way. Come on. There is if if yeah, there is absolutely no way this happens. <clears throat> if they just if like the final scene is them panning out this spaceship. I mean, I, people I, will I, people will fucking break. People will throw remote controls through their television. Yes, this uh, I don't even know what I do. <laughs> All right, so I, I'd be ang- you know what I don't get angry at TV shows. I'd be angry. I'd be fucking angry. I want it to happen so bad. Um, but you know what? 
you just changed my mind. I'd be very happy <laughs> because there'd be so many angry people. <laughs> there'd be so many angry people. Oh. Uh, but, but, all right, so no, to, to start, there's absolutely no way. I know there's no way. I I will just say that I'm going to go back to my original thesis that um, he's repeating himself. So, in one in in that first story, I told you about the plague star. Uh, a, a woman clones or uh, they clone a, a T Rex, and a woman commands it, and it's very similar to somebody riding a fucking dragon. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then later on, and this one I think is more of the macro thing. There's another story. It's also a tough voyaging story called Guardians in which this guy, Varys, is going around solving people's problems using his big ship called the Ark that has all these, whatever, diseases and animals and shit. And he goes to one planet who it's a, a new planet people come to. And they, after a hundred years of being on there, they're certainly getting attacked by these weird monsters that come out of the sea they've never seen before. Like weird creatures they've never seen before. It's out of nowhere. And the people on the planet find out uh, Tuff has this ship and they demand him to keep cloning like terrible monsters like dinosaurs and other alien uh, life forms that they have on the ship. And it just, it's never ending. The, uh, the, 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 this weird nebulous force on the planet keeps producing unstoppable monsters, no matter what they throw at it. And tough, the Valerie's character solves the problem by using, um, technology and telepathy. And they find out that the people on the planet were massacring what they thought were just, like oysters, but the oysters were sentient um, beings that were producing <laughs> these monsters. I say that to say I think this is how, and this Please, is where we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cross over out. into predictions. So I think this is what's happening. I think that um, the children of the forest slash the old gods uh, still hate people, and they communicate. You know, like the three eyed raven using telepathy and basically warging birds and then the also the night king very similarly this is why i think the children and the night king are tied obviously besides what we know because the night king controlled dead people and can send them forth using some kind of telepathy whether that's magic or whether that's scientifically explained through bullshit sci-fi um because basically sci-fi and fantasy are the same even though that pisses everybody off but it is um i think that Human beings broke some kind of contract. I think that the Starks fucked up. It's been so long, they forgot they had a pact with the others, and they violated the pact, and the others are coming to wipe out the humans, and it's just some kind of big misunderstanding. Yeah, that's one of the theories, is that uh, that F- Sam, baby Sam is actually the whole reason for this. But <clears throat> I don't think that makes because, you know, it was a sacrifice to them, the, to the White Walkers, and then you know Sam saved them, quote unquote saved them. Um, but I don't know that that makes sense because there had already been a lot of White Walker activity. It seemed right. Prior the White to Walkers attacked yeah. attacked the Wildlings, and they got they've gotten more aggressive. Even once Craster was making his regular baby deliveries. Yeah, I mean the first right. the very first scene of the show is uh, a White Walker attack. You right. know so. I don't think it, I don't know that it makes sense, but I I don't know that that's not. I mean, I think D and D could just say, okay, that's the reason, you know. Um, even though it might not make complete sense because I, I don't think it's that far of a leap in logic for them to do that. So, yeah, I can see that. I, I'm on board with that prediction. All right, all right. So I think it'd be fun that the show is 
sci-fi, but I don't think it's going to happen. I just think that all these sci-fi stories, uh, George R. R. Martin just kind of repeats himself because that's just normal. Like, you know, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You, know, you listen to a whole bunch of vampire weekend songs. You guys basically get bored. You're like, this sounds like the other one they did. Um, okay. So let's, let's wrap this up and just talk about predictions. I'm just going to like Please. spitball a couple to you really quick. Okay. What's going on in the crypts of Winterfell? Uh, where Arya's running from? Everyone? Just in general, is there is there White Walkers down there, or do they reanimate dead Starks, or are there others down there somehow? Like the Starks are others somehow, or what do you think is going on down there? When you say others, what are others? Others are the like ice people that like the Crasters keep babies that get turned into with the blue okay, eyes and end it. up as okay, like got it. So they're the sentient. Uh, they're the people. sentient people. Yeah. They're not the Whites, which are the Whites of the zombies. Uh, I don't think much makes uh, the thing that makes most sense, and uh, what I think would terrify Arya based on her life experience, because they're they're portraying her as much more hard boiled than I think the show actually sh- or what she should be based on. It's happened in the show, yeah. So I think that she is terrified by the previous Starks rising from the dead. I think that makes the most sense. Do you think it's? I, I think it could be even less mysterious. I think it could be just like her friends that she that died in battle down there uh well they wouldn't rise. be in the, the crypts then would they well there's i thought the so, crypts were just for these starks yeah but there's uh, there's like scenes in the trailers where like varies and uh what's uh sam's girl and the baby they're hiding in the yeah, yeah it looks like they're hiding fr- there during the battle for winterfell they look like they're hiding in the uh crypts so I don't know if some of them die. Maybe one of them dies of like natural causes, and then they just get reanimated. I don't think that would terrify her. I think You're what re- would terrify I don't her think is she's seen a- like Zombie Ned was running after her. That would be terrifying. And I yeah. would love listen. I would love Sean Beam to come back as a zombie. I think that'd Fucking be Lady amazing. Stoneheart, buddy. Oh yeah, that'd be great too. Uh, a dead yeah. cat. I don't know if cat's down there. Is that confirmed? Where is she? I don't know. Probably not. No, no, probably not. She was killed at the uh, at the twins. So and probably we never not. found her body. I, I, they returned Ned Stark's body to uh, Winterfell. Right. I think Littlefinger brought it back, but um, I don't know about Cat. Or maybe the maybe the uh, the ice zombies or the ice spiders. Oh, but I don't think we're actually going to see those. I know we're not going to see the fucking. They won't. They Just won't point. fucking it's CGI it's, goddamn wolves. Oh, by I know, the way, the Golden Company. You know, they were supposed to have uh, elephants. Elephants. You know, they were supposed to. To mirror Hammurabi's army, and if they're not gonna, we're not gonna have them. It sucks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we will see Arya's massive wolf pack. I think Arya's Nymeria and the wolf pack will come back. Um, well, we did see them, and they're already gone. I, I know. No, they'll come it's back. Me, uh, we'll see. Well, we haven't seen see. ghosts in like six seasons. Fuck's sake! They I are. I, I, I read. I don't know if I read it or one of my YouTube holes researching this shit. Uh, it seems like. George R. R. Martin has plans for, or no, uh, they said they would bring back Ghost uh, more this season, if they could. I think they have the money for it. Um, but I think it was all budgetary concerns. Uh, yeah, or wanted, uh, I'm not going to get started on that undead uh, polar bear. Fucking polar bear, yeah. Yeah, okay, go. All right, so what else? Let me think. Uh, okay, so if John is Azora High, or Danny is, uh, will John have to kill Danny or Arya possibly to in order to 
somehow defeat the others? Will she? Will John have to commit? Uh, so basically, the whole Azora High thing with the whole like forging a Lightbringer, he has to kill somebody. It has to be a, a big sacrifice. I mean, it could be Danny sacrificing a dragon. I don't know. Like there has to be a big sacrifice. Could you see Danny dying at John's hand? Could you see John dying at Danny's hand? Could you see um, John killing Arya? Could you see Jamie? You don't see the Jamie Azorai thing. And I don't think the Hound loves anybody, so I don't see how he would do it if he's Azorai. But do you think there's going to be some sacrifice? I guess it could happen, but I don't have any information that would lead me to believe that a specific circumstances would happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I just... Yeah, I just I, I guess it could happen, but okay. I don't know. All right, here's another one. Okay, who fucks yeah. over Danny and John? Is it Varys? Is it Tyrion? Is it Grey Worm or Masandi? Who's going to be a, a big betrayer? Because I think there's going to be one. Not big three betrayer. or four. Yeah, I mean it's got, Tyrion. Make, I think makes the most sense out of all of them. It would piss me um, off. I mean, he is a fan favorite. Yeah, it really would, and I think that would be disappointing. But I can also see, like I said, this is one of George's uh, three big surprises. That could actually be it because he's been so far uh, removed from the uh, from the Lannisters, and I mean, it, it makes sense that it would be him if you're trying to do like a giant reveal, something would nobody nobody would ever expect. It would be him. And um, put down your headphones if you're not akin to spoilers, but that is one of the spoilers that has been circulated on Reddit by uh, somebody who thinks that somebody who claims that they have seen multiple scripts in the next season. That Tyrion will fuck over Danny. Yes. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. possible. I, I like your, if that happens though, I like your idea of him turning out to be a Targaryen and then it's just like an ultimate, like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I, I mean, that, yeah, that, that would make more sense. And it's not just like a betrayal for betrayal's sake. Um, which it would feel like at this point. But then again, with Tyrion's inferiority comp- complex throughout the entire show and him wanting to be a member of his family. He's got one person left in his family. Well, he's or, got Jamie. I guess so, two. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Even, yeah. Because Jamie's going to be on his side. Right. So why wouldn't, yeah, I don't, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but although Jamie has left the, is nece- not necessarily right. looking at the vision of, of Tyrion or Tywin, you know? Yeah. So, all right. So let's wrap this up. But, but one thing I, I do want to talk about is, is Jamie. So Jamie's coming presumably to uh, Winterfell to help out, but he's not bringing any armies and he's gonna be like, Hey, my sister said, uh, fuck you guys, but I'm here to help. Uh, uh Lannister always pays his debts or some bullshit. Now he has people that want to kill him. Like, <laughs> like he pushed Bran out of a window and Bran, if he hasn't gone back out into the werewolf, Werewood net and concluded that Jamie was a person who crippled him. He might, and maybe he's like okay with it because he's the three eyed raven now, and he's like, "This had to be. I'm cool with you." Every he's still, yeah, he was talking of the sister's rape. He didn't have a big. It wasn't a big. He, I, I would imagine he would look at it as at something that had to have happened. You know, right? But Jamie also <clears throat> was, uh, you know, uh, you know, complicit in the taking of uh, River Run. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, what else is fucked up thing he, he's done? Uh, he didn't release Sansa like in the books, like he misses Sansa when he comes back to King's Landing. Cause he accepted the reason he was freed from Catelyn Stark once he's just, uh, she said, I'll let you go, but you got to promise me as a knight that you'll do everything you can to help take care of my daughters and return them. So that was part of the bargain. And in the book, he couldn't fulfill it because, uh, Arya and Sansa were gone by the time he got back to King's Landing. And in the show, 
he ended up being in King's Landing with Sansa being there and he didn't do shit. Um, which I think hurts. He was also story. very he was also very mean to the phrase during the Siege of River Run. Well the series the phrase are dead, so who cares? Um <laughs> But th- there's other people who are gonna want Jamie dead at Winterfell. So oh, I don't know, I don't know how his return's gonna go over. How do you how do you see that going down? <clears throat> I don't know. I, that's going to be difficult. Um, but the, the thing I would think that is they're going to play on John being an honorable guy and John taking people at their word. So if he it, maybe he sensed that Jamie wanted to join them during the Dragon Pit meeting. So the, I think the only thing that really makes sense is for, for John to just be he's an honorable person now, especially with um, with Brienne's. If Brienne has some input on it, too. So between Brienne input and John's trusting people, I feel the whole. I can see it going. I can see the smoothly, but going fairly well. But like the populace, but uh, I don't know. Like I feel like they'll be angry at him. But I, it'll it'll get smoothed over. I think. What happened to that little weasel guy that hated him? That cut his hand off. Oh yeah, Vargo Hoot. I thought I don't know what happened in his show, but in the uh, books, he got. um, I think uh, Ramsey like took him apart. Or somebody like just skin him alive, or started oh, dismembering no, he, him he and fed him to a bear. He went north of the wall. Oh, that's right, and he got yeah. killed as part of the weird. Like he was part yep. of Jon Snow's crew to like rescue Craster, but then he got. Oh, he got his neck broken by Hodor uh, being right. worked by Bran. That's right. We solved yeah. it. We figured it out. Yeah. All right. Last last uh, com- predictions. Too, All right. So last thing I want to know: who survives? Instead of asking who dies, who survives slash. Who ends up to rule Westeros or what's left of Westeros? All right. So I know I don't have any really independent thoughts of my own. I do know that the theory, according to the leaker, is that Sansa ends up being the ruler of the North. or But she might even end up being the queen. Yeah. And in terms of who lives, oh, gosh. Um, well, you know, I think Varys dies and the Red Priestess die based on yeah, they've already said, said they were going that, to, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then Danny and John. I think Oof. I think John dies immediately, and I think Danny dies giving birth to uh her kid. And okay. then and I then feel Sansa like Sansa raises going to be the ward, yes. Right. And I feel and this is what I want, because Tyrion and Sansa were married before, and they would have made a great couple if they didn't hate each if she didn't hate him. I oh. feel like they could rule together. I feel like Tyrion, if he doesn't fuck over Danny, <clears throat> I feel like him and Tyr- uh, Sansa could rule the realm together with John and Danny's adopted child. Yes, and they get married together too. Yeah, and they make out. I would love to see that. On That'd camera. be awesome. I'm trying to ship them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I think the hound. What the hound? I would like the hound to live. Yeah, that'd be nice. Brienne definitely. I think Brienne makes it. Yeah, she's too she's good, too pure enough yep. to make it. Yep. Uh, Pod Pod makes I, it. I don't know. I think they could kill Pod. I think Pod will die valiantly. I could see Pod dying valiantly. Oh, but you know who ends up? You know who could marry uh, Sansa is uh, Tormund. <laughs> Tormund's not marrying Sansa. You think Tormund makes What's it? This? I think they've they've tried to kill Tormund at least two times. Like I watching the Battle of Bastards, he almost dies in there, and then he almost dies during that stupid Beyond the Wall thing. So I think Tormund makes it out because they've threatened to kill him too many times. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's very charismatic. Uh, the yeah, uh, what the hell's the name? It's going to end up marrying Sansa. Um, Gendry. 
Gendry makes it out alive. Could and be, Gendry yeah. Could marry Sansa with uh, with Tyrion as the hand. Because, be you know, yeah, I mean, presumably he's, if, if you look at the lineage and there's no Targaryen left alive and you presume that Robert's uh, whatever uh, reign or, or as king was the last legitimate reign before the Lannisters and all the Lannisters died out, mm-hmm. he would make the most amount of sense. Even though he's a bastard, he is still the son of Robert Baratheon. Who right. sat the sat the throne? So that makes sense too. Yeah. Okay. Who who else is left that we care about? Cersei's gonna die. Cersei is gonna die. die. Kyburn, yeah. The mountain's gonna die. I'm. You know what I'm most curious about how this season plays out is like how they deal with Cersei in that bullshit. Like I don't know. It seems like all the trailer stuff has been showing the battle with the others in in Winterfell. But they have to address King's Landing and Cersei somehow, which I'm hoping the I would love the the Golden Company to just flip on her and just destroy them and just say they're like Targaryen loyalists or something like I'd love her to get yeah. fucked over and then to be no real battle. But think about how it's got to play out. It's got to play out like two battles on two fronts or they take care of Cersei first and then address the White Walkers or they take care of the others and the White Walkers first and then address Cersei and I don't know yeah, which one's better I, I don't know you know if it's uh the actual, if those the books I think we already have the blueprint in the Hobbit series you know you remember the Hobbit the, uh, the, the war of the five armies or what <laughs> yeah so those terrible movies you know you remember in the books they went out and beat the uh whatever the hells and then go back to their town yeah Hobbit yeah 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 that's yeah, that's like that's the Lord of the Rings not the Hobbit so I mean it's a, oh, it's a, it's okay. I know I'm putting on my nerd hat but I agree with you. I think that makes the most amount of sense. Them going, oh, we we fought the undead, so we don't give a shit about you guys. We're just gonna like easily, single handedly beat the shit out of. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of the two scenarios. Either there is the battle, or there is just like an assassination, and it's over quickly. Uh, which, gosh, I don't know. The assassination makes sense in that you can fit that in in the tight time frame like they're doing in the show. But it's not very dramatic right. on the long-term period. So, All right, so very, very quickly, who's going to kill Cersei? Is it going to be Tyrion? Is it going to be Jaime? Or is it going to be Arya? Because Arya wants to do it. She was on her way to do it. But I think it makes the most sense for it to be Jaime somehow. I think it's got to be Jaime. Yeah, it's got to be Jaime. It's got to be Jaime. Yep. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Uh, I'm excited for next week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I agree with you. Oh, I damn. Can't... Like eight sleeps left? Eight Fuck. sleeps, and then we get to see what's going on. And I guess... I'm on the struggle bus right now, getting to these eight sleeps. Adulting is tough. Adulting is tough. <laughs> you want to you wanna watch some sports ball? Root for the team? Yeah. Uh, what other tired things can we say? Anyway, um, I am looking forward to it, even though I am somewhat pessimistic after getting excited about all these theories. Uh, we will see how it plays out. I'm sure we'll be disappointed slash unsatisfied, and that's fine. I mean, it's this a TV show. Life. Looking back, guys, I mean, it's one of the biggest TV shows of all time, whether you liked it, whether you hated it like we did. We had a love-hate relationship with it. I mean, ultimately, it was entertaining, and it was uh, something to talk about at the water cooler with your mom. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah. not going to really change your life. Uh, you know that old phrase talking about something at the water cooler with your mom. Hey, I work. I work at home. Yeah. And I live with my mother. 
and the water cooler is really just a Brita pitcher for the refrigerator. Anyway, guys, we will see you next Tuesday. Uh, and uh, this will be the last ride. We'll see you at the water cooler. And see your mom. Your mom. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.